All right, here we go. It is podcasting time. Colin Thomas is here from Essential Maintenance, and we will fix it, Dubai. And that means for about the next 45 minutes, we're going to help you solve all of your DIY problems, and we might fix marriages, and and if you're having trouble with your neighbors, we might also fix that. Have I, have I set the bar too high? No, I think the last two are more plausible <laughs> than the first one, to be honest. Since when have we ever managed to... In fact, you know what? I think we've done one episode now out of the, what, 70-odd that we've, we've done that where we've actually stuck to maintenance. I, I like to think of it as a holistic process because maintenance is never one thing. You're, there's always conflict resolution to deal with. There's always spouses to deal with. You've got the neighbors who are getting angry at all your DIY and stuff. I've only been jackhammering for three weeks. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're putting in, here, here's one by my place. Yeah. They're, they're putting in some uh, more wiring conduits. Oh, lovely. For, and I have no idea where they're going, but they're digging up. Uh, a very large swath of mm. pavement, go, you know, kilometers, because I've been following it now. And the the other morning, they decided they were going to get the backhoe in at five thirty. Nice. And I'm, I, you know, so I, I mean, I'm hearing this backhoe. And it's like you've got to be joking me. So I go and take a look. The guy's done at six thirty, and they're gone. And I'm thinking, you couldn't have started at six thirty, finished at seven thirty, and moved on. But no, no, no. Five thirty was when he was told that's when you start work. Well, right now, there's no reason for that, is there? <laughs> no. Now, I understand <laughs> middle, of, middle of summer, and I'd be a little bit more understanding then, but yeah. right now, no, you're just being antisocial. And this was a Sunday morning, too. Oh, that's really <laughs> lovely, isn't it? Really, really lovely. Well done, you. I, get, I give him a slow clap for that. On my balcony, in my boxes, slow clap. I don't think he'd understand it, but I feel no. better. <laughs> I, I felt bad for the people who live next door to that because I'm I'm sort of offset from where they were doing the digging, so yeah. it wasn't so bad. And I've got a solid wall, so that's that's also nice. But there are people right across the road, and this guy was really revving it up. So it was anyway. Yeah, was, the the upside was I did watch him for a little bit. The guy was really skilled. Like oh well, that's okay then, <laughs> especially as he's digging. And near as I can figure, so they're digging to put a conduit in. Near as I can figure, there's a conduit underneath where he was digging as well because he did hit the tape that says, hey, dig carefully. Do you know something that I found really, really entertaining, (laughs) which is uh, we've got new roads going in around the ranches at the moment. And um, there was like a huge amount of digging that was going on all the way around. And then we got this memo from (laughs) Emar to say, um, yeah, in all the digging that's going on, they're not actually putting anything in. They're just trying to work out what's down there. I'm like, the rabbit warren was something that would have done really well for a prison escape. It was Some unbelievable. Them, they're not sure. No, they didn't know what was down there. So really? that's why they were digging. So no actual progress has been made towards the road widening and all of those activities. They just didn't know what was down there. What were they? Exploratory uh, trenches. There we go. That's what they're called. And I'm like, really? This is, I mean, this is a kilometer. I guess, I guess they're... The original plans had something there, and then they're they're doing the sensors or things to try and pick up stuff, and there's nothing there, and they're not sure if it's there. Well, before that, I was quite impressed, because when you look at the road, it's really clear that they did plan beforehand to have a much wider road going through. Uh. And you need it now, because it's the main road, Umskin Road, that's going um, from, well, all the way from uh, Shakeside Road 
uh, right the way through to uh, the new developments of Moudon, Town Square, Mirror, Mirror Oasis, and whatever living. No, what's the other one? It's only two uh, lanes right now. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy it's, it's in the morning. Brutal. It's yeah. absolutely. Brutal. I mean, I've, I've just been through that today, and I, I got away with the worst of it. But I don't know how people well, Glenn, survive. Glenn it. does a thirty-minute, thirty-five-minute yeah, so wait around. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I know it's absolutely horrific. So, um, well, that's interesting. A little exploratory digging. It wasn't little. There's nothing little about it. It's a kilometre, a kilometre of trenches. Yikes. But anyway, you know, best they know, isn't it? Yeah. Better than doing it the other way. If yeah. you don't know, you, you've got no option but to do yeah. that. But Knocks out the main power to the entire ranches. I oh, mean. I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> Mind you, we've actually got some great generators that I haven't used in quite a while because our power is, is a lot more reliable in DIP than it was in LQs. So to give those a little rev up would be uh, quite good fun. And maybe I could do that at 5.30 in the morning <laughs> alongside the backhoe. <laughs> Oh, it's not me. It's Mr. Skilled Backhoe, man. That's who you want to be talking to. Yeah, I've got 60 kilowatts running into my house right now. <laughs> you know. have, you, have, you, have you ever seen the DY? So now we're, we're moving into, you know, we're, we're really getting sidetracked from where we're going, but don't oh, we'll get back surprise. on track. The, those giant generator trucks that the you know, DY, the electric company, has, yeah. with, they're, they're amazing. They are. We've actually got a, a directly across from the We Will Fix It headquarters, um, in DIP, we have got uh, an outfit that repairs those. Wow. And all day, every day, they are running them at full speed just to work out what's wrong with them. It seems to be their general modus operandi. Oh, it's not running very well. Oh, you're just not running it fast enough. So here we go. Massive clouds of black smoke. And honestly, it sounds like they're about to explode. But uh, it seems to be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. We've cleared it out now. Yeah, there's all the black smoke gone. It's fine. Yeah. But they are impressive, aren't they? They're yeah. really impressive. And especially those mobile trucks that you're talking about with Dewa. Um, Whenever I see one of those driving down somewhere, it's like, oh, no, this is not a good sign. Yeah, don't stop. Yeah. Keep on <laughs> trucking. Yeah, don't, don't stop near my house. <laughs> Guy stops and he whips out the old plug-in connectors. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I've had quite an interesting um, couple of weeks since I last saw you. Obviously, right. you know how busy I've been work-wise. Oh, are, are, are you telling me that the, the shed's done? Let's not get crazy, James. <laughs> you Let's only not get had crazy. Uh, six weeks ago. You had two hours of labor left, of which you started doing two hours and realized yeah. that it was an additional two hours. So, well, no, I only did like about fifteen minutes before uh, I got called in to do something else. Uh, the problem that I've got is now that we're back full time at at, um, at we will fix it. Um, the time that I have available has been diminished quite dramatically, uh, and Her Majesty seems to have a list as long, well, just as long as when I was only working two days a week. So. I seem to be literally rationed like you wouldn't imagine in yeah. different directions. I'm either shopping, I'm picking up a cap for Dylan because apparently the flappy cap that he had wouldn't work for sports day and sports day's tomorrow. Okay. I mean, come on, seriously? Why wouldn't you do what every other parent does and just staple it to his head? <laughs> Seems perfectly logical tape, to tape. me. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. Duct tape. I've even yeah. got it. There's maintenance yeah, for you. Side. You just fold it over and you just... Exactly. Yeah, it's I mean, stand. we could do his ears as well, and then he'd be super speedy. Um, <laughs> so, you're, so you're, you've got excuses for not having I have, finished. I have phenomenal excuses, but we also had a job cancel out. Um, oh. Actually, I've had, I've had two jobs cancel out this week that I've made use of. Okay. So the first one was a, a big DIY job, and luckily we managed to book. Um, oh, here's an odd one for you as part of this. The, you know the change in the weekends? 
it's really changed a, men, uh, a mentality right. for Saturday bookings. Right. So this is, if folks don't realize ah, the, yeah. the UAE, because we do have quite a few listeners outside the UAE, we used to have a Friday-Saturday weekend. Yeah. And then about two months ago, it got changed to where it is most around the world, a Saturday-Sunday yes. weekend, which still does my head in when it comes to Monday. So we, we typically record here on a Tuesday. Yes. And we used to start work on a Sunday. So it was always mm. Sunday, Monday, and then, oh, midday, hump day, midweek, we do the podcast. Yes. Now this podcast creeps up. <laughs> well, it does. But, then, <laughs> but also all the things, and then this is where we're, I'm leading back into you, the, the workflow of things, it's totally changed because the entire week has changed. And it doesn't sound like it would be a big deal, but yeah, it but is. It, it is bizarre. I mean, you and I have been here a long time, so we've yeah. got really used to the old weekend structure, even yeah. though that wasn't what we grew up with. Yeah. But the, the crazy thing is, what has actually changed is, traditionally, people have their working week. They'd have that day when nobody, uh, nobody came to the house to just relax and decompress. And then by Saturday, everybody was ready to go. Let's yeah. get the work done. Let's get it all yeah. booked in. That's all changed. Oh, no. So people do not want us in on a Saturday, which is fin- uh, f- freaking me out beyond <laughs> belief. Because now we work the, the working week to Friday, and then Saturday we're still, we're still available. And it's Sunday that's the day that um, the communities have decided that contractors shouldn't be in unless they've got annual contracts, which we do, obviously, for other yeah. stuff. So Saturday we get quite a few cancellations at the moment, yeah. which I'm hoping people get used to over time. But as a result, this gap came up on Saturday. And not only did it, the gap co- uh, come up, it came up for um, our deputy head technician, who's just a oh, wizard of, okay. um, of everything and anything DIY. So I'm looking at my um, the master uh, bathroom, that uh, master uh, bed bathroom that I've put off now since I moved in. When we walked around it, I was like, oh, God, that's awful. And um, So what's, the, what's, what's going on in there? What, what yeah, are the problems? So his problems were, were multiple. First of oh, all, yeah. the, uh, the access hatch. It had a big um, 130 by 60 access hatch, uh, which was for, actually, that one was for, that would have been the, the AC one. And, uh, that's that's it, huge. Yeah, oh, it is huge. But um, it, obviously, my place had previously had a coil clean, so they, it had been redone and redone badly. But on top of that, I'm sure that the coil clean happened as a result of a leak because it, it, the water had bowed the oh. uh, one corner of it, so that basically it was, it was kind of hanging down. It was ridiculous. Then all of the tiles were the original ones from when it was built in 2004, um, uh. so they were all desperately yellow as well. And the ceiling, we'd had a couple of leaks previously that I'd got fixed, but um, the guys just haven't had time to repaint the whole thing, because I normally get like two-hour windows. You've got two hours, that's it. So um, we obviously are kind of bottom priority because paying jobs would um, yeah. would take priority over it. Anyway, so I kind of just remembered in the back of my head that we had in stock a 120 by 60 uh, hatch. And I... Lucky. Yeah, I know. Well, I'd just, I'd just done a quick review of the warehouse um, when I was... Uh, uh, the, the previous week so i'd spotted this and went oh that could be interesting and, oh yes it's been sat over quite a while for a customer cancelled the job mm, i know where that's going and then uh so rod was available and uh, at that point i'm like oh he can only get half of it done you know there's a massive job to do and um rod turned up at about um 10 45 i guess they we'd, we'd done a um a, a live drop of the hatch as well and i just said you know get get done what you can do and you know, it's fine. We'll do the rest uh, later. Uh, showed him the whole job, and uh, and then I'm off on all of my travels to do whatever I was told I had to do that day. Come back at four o'clock. 
it's not just done, it's utterly immaculate. That's amazing. I mean, just artisan work. And people think that repairing a ceiling is easy. Repairing a ceiling badly is really easy, yeah. right? To not find a join in it, to not find a ripple, to not find a... And I know what I'm looking at. Yeah. So to find it to that level was just quite quite something. And Ron had already gone, so in the end I was able to just give him a, a quick message of, of congratulations. But you know it's good when Natalie says, you've got to go and look at the master bathroom, and she's smiling, <laughs> not, not with that face that you know you're yeah. in trouble. And uh, my goodness, it is good. And it's lovely when that happens. What do, you um, have, what do you have left to do in the master? It's done. Okay, so no Absolutely tile done. work. You're gonna get. You're gonna. No, no. Um, I think if we do, the plan is if we get the renewal, we've got what another a year and a half, maybe, or maybe it's even two years, something like that, uh, to go on our our current contract. If the landlord renews, which I'm pretty sure they will, then at that point we'll look at ripping out a few of the bathrooms and getting that kind of work done, and potentially some more tiling as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've got to be realistic and we've put quite a lot of money into the property and probably enough for the four-year contract that we had. So we'll, we'll wait to see whether that comes off and at that point we'll, we'll do the same again and get it um, upgraded. And, and really the great thing about Sahil properties is the bones are good, uh. um, but they really do need to be upgraded now. And um, with my landlord, and he is absolutely, absolutely fantastic, actually all three of them are, long story, <laughs> and um, and th- as a result, they are looking a to invest in it, yeah. and secondly, uh, to keep it up to date for for value. And we've nice. added a lot of value to it already. And obviously, they get it at my rate, and we basically roll it all into one big contract. As um, for so at net, I get quite a good deal on the place yeah. to do all the work as well. So that that's kind of the plan with that. But the second thing that failed this week. Oh, now, yeah. here's a story. As you know, myself and my lovely wife do have differing opinions on certain things. A few. There is the odd one, isn't there? Yeah. Well, this one goes, we put in a new um, a new pool pump about, ooh, must be about three months ago, reading okay. all of the pipe work. Yeah. Which was just, yeah, you had, we just you had getting, some serious leaks going on. They weren't serious. They were minor. They were really yeah. minor. But if you're going to do the uh, uh, a half job, then yeah. really... No, I, I, I just can't do that. I cannot do that. So these, and they were, they were really minor leaks, but I just wanted it right. Yeah. So the guys came, our, our plumbers came, put the, uh, the pump in and did a phenomenal job on redoing all of the piping that was, uh, that was in there. And it was just, you know, I, if you know what you're looking at, piping is either right or wrong. If if it's yeah. got all sorts of joins in it, is that the big issue? No, There's too many too many joints. N- no, it wasn't actually. The big issue is that the quality for swimming pool systems they use um, plastic um, valves, right. and the plastic valves are just much poorer quality than uh, than a, a, a full brass gate valve. But the full brass gate valves, to give you an idea, when you're working in in four inch or something like that, the gate valves are astronomically expensive. So you can't really use it or do it economically that way. So it has to be the plastic valves. So all that got ripped out, all put back, um, and all was well for a couple of weeks. And then Natalie says, you know that the pull pump isn't working? No, I don't know the pull pump's not working because the pull pump is working. It's just because now, actually, there is no cavitation in there because we've got no leaks. Uh, You're not seeing it. And I proved my point. So um, what I did was... Obviously, I ran the uh, the pull pump and went, see? And she went, no, I absolutely see that uh, there is uh, very little water movement. And so she went outside and said, see, it's not working. Put a, put a hand in and Ruby put a hand in. And, and Ruby went, 
Mummy, it is working. Daddy was right. I'm like, get in, get in. She's like, oh, okay. So it's moving the water, but it still wasn't working. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, gets to like a week later and she says, it's still not working. I'm like, we did this last weekend. We've already been there. Ruby gave me the two thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Ruby, your daughter? She said, daddy's right. She's like, go and check it again. Anyway, I went and checked the 24 hour timer, which obviously turns it on and off. The darn thing's broke. Oh, no, the timer's the issue. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, the problem is, obviously... How did, how did you determine it was broken? It just... Uh, well, actually, I, I, did a, I did a kind of a manual... Well, how these work, in effect, is it's a rotating uh, drum, a 24-hour uh-huh. drum, and you basically push across yeah, push in one direction. Across. Yeah, okay, the pins yeah. across, exactly. Yeah. And then there is a, a little striker that, as it goes to find the pin, if the pin is blocking it, it should push that pin to one side. Well, unfortunately, because mine had broken, it went straight over the top of them. Oh, no. So it's still rotating. So yeah. everything seems fine until you catch it on the period when it is uh, due to be operating. Um, now, normally in this situation, I'd do what every husband would do, uh, which is not tell the wife, <laughs> fix it quickly, <laughs> and uh, let her know that she was absolutely not correct in her diagnosis. See, I haven't lied there. Uh, yeah, yeah. She yeah. thought the pump wasn't working. Yeah. That was not the case. It's a 24-hour timer, so I can say she was not correct. <laughs> As long as she doesn't elaborate and ask me whether the 24-hour timer is broken, I have not lied. However, in all reality, you need to know where your limits are. We talk about that quite a lot, don't we? Yes. And we talk about electrics as well. Absolutely. Now, in truth, if I if push came to shove, um, I would be able to isolate that effectively, and I could replace it myself, in truth. But would it be safe? Probably not. No. I'm not an electrician. I talk a good game. I understand a good game. But I'm not an expert in that field, so let's not go there. That's as simple as it goes. Mm. So um, I had to call in the boys for that one, unfortunately. And uh, at that point, the game is up. <laughs> so the admission had to be made. And we're now, what, 10 days later? And the good news is it's only coming up once an hour. <laughs> it's just not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, she was right. I yeah. admit it. She was that's right. Uh, you heard it here first, and this is the last time that's ever going to happen. That's amazing. A little thing. Imagine if you're using a timer like that for your irrigation system, for, for your lawn, or you're, you're going away and you've got the pool pump coming on to keep the water circulating. It's not coming on. You come back a month later, yeah. and you've got dead grass, and you've got a pool that's green. Well, that's the thing, because the main irrigation system here, which actually is really good, is by a brand called Hunter. Oh, okay. And most people have a Hunter irrigation system if they've got irrigation in Dubai. Now, they're great systems, but they fail really oddly, which is they look like they're still working just fine. Yeah. But then it just goes dramatically haywire. And, it, you know, if you, you sometimes get some operation, so you think everything's fine, or the manual operation is working, yeah. but the automatic isn't going, or... The battery goes initially, and you think, oh, it's just the battery. battery. You go and buy another battery, and it's totally mashed. So I've now learned with the Hunter system, if anything seems off, get another one. They're like 350 dirhams. They're not really that expensive. That's for the control unit. For the control unit. And they're they're quick and easy to uh, to replace. But then the problem tends to be if the control unit has failed, it's highly likely that the uh, solenoid valves, which control each of the different sections of irrigation, are on the way out as well. So you need to make sure you've got somebody who knows what they're doing to to check those all out. Your guys and, up? Um, you guys up for that? Yeah, okay. yeah. Interesting. Good. That's that's one of those things that over time we kind of developed. 
Yeah. It wasn't something that was kind of core to us originally, but we had that many jobs. And it was kind of stuff like um, Dan and myself with our places going, you know what, guys, we should try this. See where you get to. If you damage yeah. mine, it's not the end of the world. And now we're very, very good at it. So that works pretty well. Nargis, anything going on at her place? She's no, num- she's actually, number six. She is well. No, she's number one. She's oh, awesome. she number one. Uh, <laughs> she's number one in our book, without a doubt. Uh, she's got an annual maintenance contract with us through through Essential now, so um, I, I still get the odd phone call. But generally speaking, everything is kind of under control with them um, with Nargis. But uh, what a wonderful client! And can you imagine somebody who has stayed with one company since yeah. two thousand and eight? That's amazing. It is amazing, and especially in this city. And um, and bless her, I love the fact that she's still very honest with the feedback. There are times where we don't hit the mark, and mm. I'm going to hear from Nargis if that's going to happen, <laughs> which means I can fix it. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that's very difficult, and something that we're working on our culture now internally is to develop that trust between um, the staff and the management. That if you tell us something's wrong, A, it doesn't mean a weakness. Secondly, it doesn't mean that we're going to do any kind of disciplinary reaction. It just means that we can start talking about how to get it better together. Yeah. And that's been, and to be honest, it's been kind of lacking in our business yeah. for a while. It's hard. It's hard, though, because there is, is that culture of fear. Yeah. But trying to get that trust in place is, is yeah. something that we've, we've worked really hard on. And we've now got an employee representative. Oh, which is really wonderful. Yeah. Really, really important. That's new. Yeah, it is. And it, it's really important as well. I've got a great guy who basically had just had enough on a whole bunch of issues and then just <laughs> let rip in my office and was amazed at the response that I gave him, which was, let me write all this down and we're going to do something about this together. And he did. He went straight out to a whole bunch of other employees and we started hearing about all the stuff that whilst we'd kind of been stage right and not, yeah. not in the company day by day, um, that was not where it should be. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's great. It's really, really good. You figure this is an issue, you know, when we look at, there's a lot of, a lot of repair companies, you know, a lot of fly-by-night things and stuff like that, but you figure this is a general issue in, in the field? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 there's lots of things that we've found out that are just everywhere. And it's not all job-related. A lot of it's company-related. Yeah. And um, th- I think there's a lot of company cultures here that, that get a little bit too focused, as probably we were, on, on the, the physical operations. Yeah. Uh, forget that the, your people are are really key to that. So yeah. learning how to re-engage with them and build that trust and keep that trust is absolutely key. And that's what we're we're working very hard on now. We were talking a little bit of TikTok and Instagram, and uh, I've, I've started sending you some of these videos every now and then that come up. And there was a classic. That one. was a belter. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't tend to watch TikTok at all, but that this one was really good, James, wasn't it? <laughs> So it was essentially a guy putting down tile and he's got his buddy helper behind him who's handing him stuff and he's put down the tile and he needs a rubber mallet just to give it a nice little tap. And the rubber mallet was there. It, it was. And then the guy took it away. He exchanged it for the hammer. The guy who's doing the tapping didn't realize it, picks it up, gives it one tap right in the middle and breaks the tile. <laughs> he broke it into about 50 different places. And the bit that I loved more than anything was that moment where he realized he'd just been done. Yeah. Threw the hammer away and gave the best glare ever to his helper. It was quite something. I mean, I, you know that one's trending around about. I saw that elsewhere as well. Okay. It, it's come my way. So anybody who's hearing this over the next few weeks, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. It's just a little, a little laugh out loud moment. It's it's some of those little things that the levity at a workplace, right? Like yeah. you know, it's not harming anyone if you've got an extra tile. I mean, okay, yeah. can, but it's just. We get just caught into the game. And, mm. and we were talking about that with, 
just, you know, back to company stuff and, and that mental well-being in a sense, just what can you control? What can't you control? And working towards those things. And it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, but um, I guess part of what we're all striving for is, is the effectiveness of work. Yeah. That's something certainly that I'm trying to get more and more focused on now. Yeah. And because we've got a lot of change to do in, in quite a short period, uh, for me, I, I, I have to let go of the stuff I actually can't fix right now. Yeah. You know, focus on the big stuff and, um, and hopefully we'll, we'll end up in the right place. Yeah. Whatever became, we, we talked a while back, you were going to give your outdoor furniture, your table and that. Ah, yes. A little power wash to clean it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do it? No. No. <laughs> uh, the reason is quite simple. Well, hold on. Hold on. Natalie wants to paint it white because she wanted to do the white. No, that was the old table. Yeah, she doesn't want to do the new one white? No. No, okay. No, no. We're, we're fine. We're going to be all right with this. Now, my plan is I'm actually probably now going to leave it till after the summer because oh, I cover it over the summer period. Right, okay. And I want to see what state it's in at the end of the summer. If ah. I did it now, by the time I've covered it, I think it, it could get a bit mildewy again. Oh, so right. I think I'm going to leave it till kind of September, October. But what I didn't realize was, I, so I've bought this wonderful Nilfisk uh, pressure washer yeah, secondhand. You got, you got the deal. You got oh, the deal got of the a lifetime deal on of that. the century. I was absolutely over the moon. It's, and it's still brilliant. The kids, I, I mean, can you imagine? Your kids are just over the moon to clean the car. <laughs> Here's the classic. So because we've got snow foam, and I've just bought snow, oh, 20 oh, litres of snow foam. 20 litres. Well, yeah, you've got to keep them entertained, haven't you, when, they, when you're using them as child labour. <laughs> and so weekly we clean my car. And the reason is because there is a 20-minute shortcut to school that's through deep sand. Yeah. Right. So I've got to go at speed, four-wheel high, uh, four-wheel drive high, and uh, the kids absolutely love it. We have the short route, which is if we're, we're running a bit late, then I'll literally do the short route, get them to school as quick as I can. Or we have the long route, which is about two kilometers off-road all the way to school. But at the end of the week, literally, I've got half the desert on my back bumper, <laughs> to say the least. Well, the kids are really into helping me clean the car now, which is great. Yeah. And, um, you know, a bit of an economy driver. I'm trying to get the kids to understand the value of money. Okay. So I will yeah. pay them for it, but they yeah. better be there all the way through the process. And, yes, it takes me three times as long doing it with the kids, but it's really important that they understand that. And it's and something... It's bonding time. It's yeah, some, it is. It's oh, absolutely, yeah. But also, it's, it's and are something they sticking? That's... are they sticking through now? Are they, you know, they're, they're motivated by a little bit of cash reward? Well, uh... We, the week before last, both of them were totally on it. Last yeah. the last week or this the past weekend, uh, Dylan was there to the end, which is not the normal way around. And Ruby mm. just wasn't really feeling it. So she yeah. got half pay. <laughs> she, she got to learn this lesson. So um, so we did that. And then uh, we, basically today, we had the absolute classic after we'd done the off-road where we got out the car and Ruby took one look at it and goes, I cleaned that one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, no, you half cleaned it. It's Dylan who cleaned it. So Dylan then pipes up. Yeah, but you've covered it in sand. I got them to use like f- proper protectants over all of the plastics yeah, and what have you. Yeah. And I was like, Daddy, can you stop yeah. doing that? I'm like, do you want to sit in a traffic jam for 20 minutes? Because I don't. Yeah. Like, and then you won't be cleaning it every week, so you won't earn your pocket money. Like, at that point, they pipe down, thank like, goodness. Okay. They're, but they're starting to realize this is a repetitive task. Yes. And all of the good, all of the good that's come about gets erased very quickly. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, money is not something that just arrives. Yeah. That was the key. And that's what I'm trying to get them to understand. They're 10 and 7 now. And they're at the yeah. age now where, 
you know, I'm thinking about it. At 10, I was already delivering papers. That's how yeah. I, I, I earned my money. Yeah. And it's just not as practical here with your kids to get them to, to yeah. do these kind of jobs. And I think I'm probably luckier than most because there will come a time where they are going to be the gopher's gopher <laughs> in We Will Fix It. And whatever anybody wants them to do, they will do. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's really, really important. Yeah. Um, so I'm really hopeful that we can do that. And obviously, you know um, fully well that we, we started our intern program for the first time last year. Um, one of the guys stayed on after the uh, the summer, decided to take a year out. And Fantastic. And still doing great for us um, on the bookings team. So that's worked well. And we'll probably do it again this summer, I think. Um, you know, we have mixed results. You get, yeah. you, get, um, you know, those that, uh, that that kind of see it as a free paycheck that need straightening out, and you get those <laughs> that are just um, uh, have kind of the rights, the right aspects, and and those are the ones that we really like to keep. Yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, I was looking at some of the other things that uh, I I found this week, and one of them that caught my attention was hanging a picture with a fork i know that's a good one wasn't it it was i and yeah. i at first when i saw that i thought oh this will wind you up and then i i, I looked at it and went oh this is gonna wind yeah. you up no it's not it's exactly the opposite. this is an well, issue that i've had a lot of times yeah but the thing <laughs> the thing that was confusing me beforehand was i was like okay so you're hanging a picture with a fork but the fork's gonna be it's either gonna be too far away from the wall or alternatively it is going to be um hanging out the top the top yeah. of a fork is gonna look ridiculous well, oddly enough, this process is nothing to do with having the fork <laughs> long exactly. term. And that's what I thought at first as well. Oh, you're going to leave the fork. And then I realized, oh, no, this is the problem I have all the time. Yes. So the problem that we're talking about here is when you are trying to hang a picture and a picture which has a, 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 a um, what I'm looking for, the wire, a yeah. wire across the back of the picture, trying to get it to hook over whatever fixing, whether it's a screw or a hook that you've got on the yeah. wall, is really difficult. And how many times have you done that? Up and down, up yeah, and down, of up course, and down. Constantly. I never even then thought you, of this. You've got your hand in behind there and you're trying to maneuver. And, yes. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. So imagine a fork that is placed over said fixing. Okay, so the in between the prongs goes through the screw. Yeah. And then it, the if you imagine, if you put it the, um, the right way around, so the bends towards the wall, it then points out slightly. Yeah. So all you then do is hook the wire yeah. over the top of the fork, slide it down, pull out the fork, fork job done, done. <laughs> who Genius. thought of this i know exactly who thought of this some utter brain box <laughs> without a doubt i love that one and you know what i'll probably use that in fact i will use that going forwards without a doubt it's no, one of those that actually has value See? unlike a 200 meter flagpole james <laughs> oh, you know what the person who put up that flagpole it's got a big 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 bad flag hanging off it i gotta take a picture for you i don't think what that flag is oh. I, I don't know. It's it's. I don't. I think it's a UAE flag. It's beautiful. oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's oh, not a pirate flag. Right I, I thought we were no, no, going in a very scary no, no, direction. It's, it's, it's great. Oh, update. Yes. I drove by the alligator park yesterday. As you do. And you know the alligator park or no. crocodile park's not open yet, so it's not alligators. It's crocodiles. The crocodile park is not open yet, but it has been set to open for quite a while. Mushroom. Yeah, it's on the backside of the oh. Mushroom National Forest. There you go. Yeah. Uh, how do I know that that park's getting ready to open? They're putting in the parking lot. Oh, at that point. <laughs> in weeks away. <laughs> but they, they hadn't been doing the parking lot forever. Like, it has it has no parking lot. So, you know, it's not opening because, what, are people just going to park on the curb and the sand is like, we, they could, but... I've just thought, that's that's obviously six months behind, isn't it? Oh, uh, two years behind. Yeah, I know, but it's got to be and a half because <laughs> we're coming to the end of the season where anybody yeah. would go out to see that kind of thing. Yeah. 
because we're, we're going into summer here. We're now yeah. currently just at the. Seems there's a lot indoors. There's a lot of indoor space there, so I don't know. How, oh, okay, I don't maybe know how it's going to be. It's. I think no crocodiles live indoors. Yeah, that sounds a bit I, scary. It's going to be think? interesting. It's going to be interesting. Mm. <laughs> and I did see them filling water with you know big water tankers in there, so I don't know what's going on. Have you been round um, the one at uh, Dubai Mall where they've got the uh, uh, the big uh, male with the female? No, um, up, upstairs. So from the main tank. When you buy the ticket to the main tank, you get the so this aquarium, is the, yeah. the buy aquarium right. ticket as well. In there, they've got, uh, well, they've got everything. They've got penguins and various other bits. And, you know, we've it's been really a while since I've been in there. Yeah, it's been a long while since we've been as well thinking about it. But the, the big crop, they've got, it's enormous. Absolutely <laughs> enormous. And in the middle of a shopping mall, you're like, yes. this place just is crazy, <laughs> isn't it? But, uh, no, it's entertaining there. If you want, you want something to do with the kids yeah. um, for an hour, then that's a good one to do. I always think the ventilation, because they've got a lot of animals in there, and the ventilation they must have, because there's never any, not even a sense that you've got a whole, really an indoor zoo there. Yeah. You're walking around the mall, you wouldn't even know that there's, no. there's you know, tanks of water in there, because there's nothing. There's no smell at all. No, it's quite an achievement, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, when you go, you know, you can go, uh, well, when you go into the aquarium, you actually go to one section, which is top side of mm. the tank. And you can actually go on glass bottom boats, I think it is, <laughs> uh, um, on, on top of the tank. <laughs> yeah. And there you can kind of feel it. Okay. Um, but it's obviously very well contained the way that they do yeah. it. And, and you know, just it, as, as always in Dubai, if we're going to do it, we do it right. Yeah. And I really like that, that place. One of the sections of the New York Times that I've uh, really started to read is called Wire Cutter where they have lots of tips and tricks and things. I've read that before. And they uh, had a whole piece talking about cleaning wood floors. I know, but when you read that article, James, <laughs> didn't you kind of think that they were teaching you how to suck eggs? Yes. You know? So let me give you... I thought a, you'd a really brief. enjoy it. As soon as I started reading, I went, oh, this is Collins' type of article. Okay, so this is the New York Times, which obviously is, is a Only very... the news that's fit to print there we go yeah. okay so all the news that's fit to print that's their motto right well that's so apt in this instance because <laughs> what they've basically stated is the best way to clean a wooden floor is initially to sweep up yep and they and they show so, a, 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 broom. a mop on the broom yeah, yeah. and and yeah. lots of fluff i mean that yeah. is the dirtiest house i think i've ever seen <laughs> in my life Next, they suggested a vacuum. I never thought of a vacuum for cleaning the floor, James. I'm like, really? You'd use a vacuum, would you? Well, there's something that you learn. So my wife is on Facebook the other day on the Labrador site, and someone has, has written in going, oh, my dog sheds so much. Really? A Labrador? That's yeah. a surprise. And it's a black lab, so you can only imagine that they've got, like, white tiles, right? So they're just, I'm just, I'm at wit's end. Everyone's sending them in vacuum uh, models to go and get. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do? Vacuum models. Yeah, yeah. simple. Yeah. Vacuum. Simple. So, uh, so therefore, we've got through the complex stuff, which yep. was sweeping up and vacuuming. Okay, and this is where it went just to a whole new level. <laughs> it's very high tech. What they suggested, James, wasn't it? Which yeah. was a mop. A mop. <laughs> Well done, New York Times. You've absolutely aced it this time. But there Hold was on. let it dry. Yes. <laughs> but what they did say, there was one little bit of info in there that was very useful, which was make sure that you've wrung it out well. Because so otherwise, you're just damp mopping. You're not putting. You are, yeah, you're, yeah. D you're damp mopping because at the end of the day, if you put too much water onto a wooden floor, 
obviously it is going to start warping. Yeah. You know, if you wet mop it, yeah. it is going to start warping. So yeah. keep it very, very dry without a doubt. Anybody that has ever had a wooden floor ever would use that technique. So yeah. the New York Times has absolutely outdone itself this time. There was a another thing that I put in for cracked, broken tiles. The pictures didn't load up for it. And this was this is an item where the pe- people said, you know what uh, yes. Nail polish. Nail so polish. That's a good shout, you know. You're, you're painting over wherever the crack is. Make sure you get the right color. Yeah. And they show a picture, and I was like, yeah, I've never seen any nail polish work like that. But I did think, well, you know, if it, it the, the, the problem with this set of tile was clearly the door of a shower had swung open, cracked the tile, and so they were just covering it. They were just masking it. So, mm. look, it's going to stay there. I don't have. I don't want to tear out all my tile. I don't want to put a covering on it. I'm just going to mask it so that it just doesn't bother me every time I see it. And I thought, okay, well that that could work. This is one of those scenarios where you've got a couple of different possibilities. Obviously, if you've got a spare tile, that's, oh, there, that's the you route want, you're going to go. I think the picture did show up near the bottom. Did it? Actually, yeah, yeah. Here, here's the. Uh, ah, blimey! They weren't joking. That's terrific. <laughs> I know it's, in, but they've covered it with. Nail polish, and I don't know. That's rubbish. That does not cover <laughs> with nail polish. Okay, to do that, practically speaking, I mean, we are looking at a tile here, which basically has a hole, which is probably half the depth of the tile. Yeah. I reckon if you just use nail varnish alone, let's imagine that you were building it up. If you were building it up to make it look like the, the picture on the right-hand side, A, I think a minimum of four weeks... <laughs> Secondly, four weeks. Absolutely, we've well, got dry time, and that yeah, has got to yeah. be like 20, 25 yeah. coats, practically yeah. speaking. Secondly, you are going to use way more than one of those <laughs> containers of nail varnish. Thirdly, you are not getting that result. That is absolute <laughs> codswallop, without a doubt. And, uh, but there is a different scenario. You've got a couple of options there. The one I would probably go for is to try and create a pattern design. Oh, Because you're not going to be able to get... That's a good idea. You're not going to be able to get a direct match in most cases because yeah. your tiles have been up for a while by the time you don't care enough to smash them. <laughs> it's the reality, isn't it? <laughs> so rather than just replacing the one, which will look super rubbish, it's still kind of a little bit dated, isn't it? The whole, oh, one tile here, one tile there. Yeah. But it's the best of your options that you've got right now. Yeah. So on that basis, I would change a few cut them out and um, put new ones in. Now, it's not an easy job. It's time, no. kind of time-consuming, but it your gu- would your guys solve do that? your issue. Should I call the essential maintenance Absolutely guys? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Simple reason, which is, yeah. in all reality, that would take probably six hours from oh, start yeah, to that's finish. expensive. Yeah, so if you imagine a tile cost, which would probably, if you broke 30 dirhams, I'd be amazed. Yeah. And then we ask for 1,100 in labor. Yeah. It's just not going to work. And we're not going to get people who are going to take that one on. So we just don't specialize in doing that. Uh, That is a job to be done by, um, you know, one of your, the little, little men around about who don't have the labor costs and overheads that we do. You know, I I still get all of those little flyers put in my door that, you know, someone's going to come and work on my EC or come and do this. And I don't know. I'm reading them. Employ a random who will disappear from a phone in, uh, inside two seconds or alternatively get an outfit that's uh, that's going to warranty it with qualified technicians. And that's the key, warranty. Yeah. I want someone I can call later. If we're just, I'm just calling the mobile phone. Yeah. You know, the reality, the reality of maintenance work is things do go wrong. Yeah. Because we're working on old systems quite often and it's not just an exact science. You yeah. hope it is, but sometimes it's not. 
Yeah. And in that situation, you need a service provider that is not just going to disappear. That's the reality of it. There we go. And um, so many people, well, you know, a large part of our, our, our customer, new customer database comes from people who've been through that process and are just so frustrated by it that they're looking for the other way. Yeah. And, and in truth, sometimes they have to go through that to realize that the other way is, is worthwhile. Yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those where they come to us eventually, but sometimes it takes longer than others. And on that note, it's been a lot of fun. Always is. I'm looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, me too. Really soon. Thank you very much, Colin. Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance and We Will Fix It Dubai. I'm James Pikeaway, and this is the We Will Fix It podcast. <laughs>